0: and welcome to another episode of convention confessional my name is katie hunt and i'm here to guide you through the good the bad and the ugly of the convention world with a little help from my friends and i know i said last week that i wasn't sure if we were going to have an episode right before the convention and i was fully committed to not having an episode right before the convention and then out of nowhere like a hero lantis was like oh hey did you want to record now And I was like, "Aren't you busy right before the convention too?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Yeah." So obviously, he's on the show today. Hi.
1: Hi. Hi. We we are in the crazy times. We. uh, What are we doing?
0: What are we doing?
1: Who knows? Who knows what any of us are doing anymore? (laughs) It's true.
0: It's like, you just got off of, like, meetings for Anime Boston, and then you're like, yeah, let's go record. And I was like, okay.
1: It's t- technically, the meeting is still ongoing. I dropped off.
0: <gasps> my God, they're going to know. My was done. <laughs> I just outed you. <laughs> it's okay. Nobody listens to this podcast anyways. It's fine.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's we were, we were wrapping up. I just dropped off, like, a minute early.
0: There you go. All right. Well, there we are. Then you weren't, like, in the middle of it, muting them, going, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Lantis, you came today with some stories, some more stories for me, because the last time you were on, which was a while ago now, actually, that I think about it, because you were on um, episode 13. Episode um,
1: 13.
0: Yeah, the first season. So, I mean, it's it's been a minute <laughs> since you've been on the show, but yeah, you're back. Yeah,
1: yeah it's well, it's kind of appropriate for the time because we're starting out getting ready to go to a con mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there's not just a con as part of the weekend there's always getting there and getting home Right So this is kind of my collection of adventures in con travel stories Oh my god, I love it, yes <laughs> It's I have had really good luck getting two cons hmm But I had a stretch where there was about two, three years where I had a lot of adventures getting home. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, the oldest one, which is actually a little bit outside that range. Uh,
0: Katsukon
1: 2003.
0: Mm-hmm. Snowcon. Oh. Um, oh, no. This
1: is the convention. Uh, it's Katsukon is usually mid-February. This was Valentine's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And a it's held in Crystal City, Virginia, mm-hmm. which is mid-Atlantic, mid-south. Not far enough south that you don't get too much winter, but you, you see some. Sure, sure. Except for this time, <laughs> where it was when an eight-inch snowstorm rolled through on Saturday.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> there was a travel ban put on Sunday night. Oh, or, there was no. a travel ban put on Saturday. <laughs> There was a trouble being put on Saturday to the point where if you were on the highway and were not a first responder, you were not ticketed. You were arrested. Oh. <laughs> to jail. Pretty oh, much. Oh, no. Because they had no way of clearing this. So the con was completely snowed in for half a Saturday and all of Sunday. We could not leave the convention center. So... Well, they actually managed to put together like a small batch of programming to run on Monday. Uh, So they called it Katsukon 9.1 because they were still numbering Katsukons and not the year. (laughs) Oh my God. The best fit for that is I was there with my college anime club. Oh, Uh, It was my senior year.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: And we had taken uh, the student activities vans to make this trip and i was one of the drivers <laughs> i was the least expe- i was on one hand the least experienced driver i had had my license for less than 6 months <laughs> on the other hand i was the most experienced snow driver because <laughs> i had been driving in vermont <laughs> thanks new england <laughs> on my le- on because i had had my learner's permit for 2 years so I had done some driving and a decent bit of winter driving, so I was the most experienced snow driver we had,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which
1: was an interesting experience. <laughs> so it's we ended up driving it back very fairly slowly, but we got back to con, we got back to our our campus pretty easily. But this was Monday afternoon, where we had been planning to come back Sunday evening. So we actually couldn't park the vans in the designated lot because they were still buried in snow. It is oh, the yeah. only time in my, it was to that point, the only time in my college's history that they closed for more than one consecutive day for weather. Oh, and wow. they were closed for two. Wow, it's crazy. So, so yeah, that that was an interesting experience. But moving on to... The interesting years uh, started off
0: a freak snowstorm. Is not (laughs) interesting?
1: Well, it's that was kind of it's that one was kind of a one off. Okay. Then I had 2009, 10 and 11 where I had adventures coming home. Close to a third of the time. Okay. So, gonna lead off with another anime convention, two thousand nine. Oh no! <laughs> Left the con, ab- absolutely, absolutely exhausted. Had, had had a had a great had had a great con. It actually had won several things at the end of con raffle. It's oh. a, I, I was the one that won the uh, big rainbow pinata full of candy.
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> so, driving back late Sunday evening. We st- uh, I was driving. I was driving. Uh, had a friend and one of his friends in the car with me, and we stopped in New London for gas and snacks. And I had a really bad habit at the at this time of when I stopped at a gas station, I would turn the ignition off, and pull the key halfway out, and just leave it there while I pumped gas. Okay. They went in for snacks. I decide, yeah, I want some snacks too. So I finish pumping the gas. Shut the door and lock it. Oh, no. And forget that the keys are still in the ignition.
0: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> this is at 7 p.m., 7 or 8 p.m. on a Sunday night in New London, New Hampshire.
0: <laughs> in Eastbound, New Hampshire.
1: <laughs> it's, there's nothing there. Nope. No, there's, there's not. Pretty I can, much ad- the I can gas attest. Station.
0: There's absolutely nothing. Uh, New Hampshire is mostly seacoast then Keene. there's a little something where plymouth is and the mountains where you ski and then after that it's complete bleh (laughs) we got nothing
1: (laughs) largely until until you get down towards the south end of the state but the the northern half yeah yeah it's because we were just off of interstate 89 Mm -hmm. so (laughs) we it's we get a we get the phone book from the uh, gas station, and we start looking for locksmiths trying to get the car open. Oh no. First, first one we, we call doesn't do call outs. It's by appointment only. <laughs> what? Next guy we call wants $250. <laughs> Third one we call wants $300. What? <laughs> Fourth one we call wants $5.
0: What is happening? <laughs> Why is this an option?
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> So we're, we're kind of panicking because we're all, we just came out of a con. We're broke. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, we're get, getting kind of desperate and are con- considering we might just have to break a window and open it that way. Sure, sure. Yeah. And then by some god sent coincidence, and I still, have no idea if the clerk at the, at the gas station may have called them but a tow truck pulls in for gas <laughs> and, they, and they take 30 bucks to pop the door yes! <laughs> it's, it's, I, I, st- I still do not know whether that was called in by the clerk or just some divine luck
0: Thanks Magic Avocado. <laughs>
1: Pre- pretty much and the very next day I went to a key cutting place had a copy of my car key made on a on a flat blank and I kept that in my wallet until I got rid of the car.
0: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> like my biggest so fear. So I always
1: always had one poppy.
0: My, my honest biggest fear is like going someplace and losing my car key because I have another car key and that other car key is here at my mom's house, <laughs> which does not help me because my mom, love her to death, would not come save me if it was further than like two miles. <laughs> Period. I would be lost in Boston
1: forever. Well, that doesn't help. No. Yeah. It, one of the other people I, I called while... While we were stranded, I called my grandparents, mm-hmm. uh, who lived uh, two states away, asking if it was possible to use their AAA. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, no, because I was not uh, a card carrier.
0: Boo. Are you now?
1: I am now. Yeah, goddamn right I signed now. up the week after that. <laughs> and I, I have maintained that ever since.
0: Yeah. Yeah, AAA is clutch. Actually, funny story. AAA will actually get you very good discounts on your hotel rooms if you didn't already know that.
1: Uh, depends depends on the hotel and mm. depends on the dates because they do have blackout dates.
0: Sure, sure. Uh, but it does help. It definitely helps on eyeglasses too, which has nothing to do with conventions. But I got really good discount on my glasses, and I was like, AAA, really? All right.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, mine don't work. <laughs> my glasses are specialized enough; they don't work.
0: Okay, you too. know, it just I'm trying. <laughs> Try.
1: They've got a bunch of discounts. I just keep never hitting them.
0: Mm. Ooh, ooh. The one that's really good though is if you go to uh, Universal um in either Hollywood or in Florida, if you have AAA and you tell anybody at any counter that you go to to pay for something that you have AAA and you show them your card, you get ten percent off. You're welcome.
1: That is good to know.
0: That you're welcome. That one is that one is a definite. I can vouch for it because I went to Universal Studios. About, uh, well, I mean, I've gone to Universal Studios since, but 10 years ago when I found out this trick, because my friend went up to the counter and she was paying for something, and the person asked her if she had AAA, and she was like, Yeah, and they gave her the 10% off. So the rest of the time we were in the park, we used the AAA card and got 10% off of all of our food and all of our merchandise. Nice.
1: There used to be a discount at their Merrimack outlets, but they unfortunately dis- discontinued that program. Lame. <laughs> lame. Very lame. Very lame. Boo, Merrimack.
0: Boo. <laughs> oh my goodness. Alright, so you've lost your key in your car. You got stuck in a snowstorm. What else?
1: Okay. Next one up, uh Anime Weekend Atlantic Anime Weekend Atlanta
0: 2010.
1: Hmm. Uh one of the first cons I flew to.
0: Okay.
1: Uh I generally stayed in my local area for conventions, but AWA is a very big AMV editor con. So mm. I had wanted to go to this one for a long time. Finally, it saved up enough money. Uh, I had rooms all set. Get down there. No problem. Absolutely amazing con. Meet a couple of people that I'm still in contact with and still talk with frequently. Mm-hmm. And then flying home. Um, mm-hmm. I'm flying from Atlantic, from Atlanta to Burlington, Vermont. And my stopover is in Chicago. Okay, Chicago is, it's it's a decent ways out west, but it was really one of the only routes I had home. My right. leg down had been through Dallas, but this is actually the first time I had ever left the Eastern time zone, so uh-huh. I was kind of ex- kind of excited. It's this is kind of neat. Get to Chicago without an issue, and I'm standing and getting ready to board the f- flight to Vermont. And they start deplaning, and the and as the flight attendants are coming off at the end, they're talking to the gate uh, attendant. And I'm fairly close to the desk so I can hear what they're saying. They had a bird strike coming into Chicago, and they're not sure this plane can fly out tonight.
0: <laughs>
1: it It's the last flight of the night, too.
0: A bird strike?
1: So I, there's no later flight to take.
0: So like like the airplane strike, not actual birds.
1: It's the airplane hit birds coming into Chicago.
0: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I don't which, know which why a com- I a like birds with
0: picket signs. I don't know why I pictured birds with picket signs. I
1: thought it was maybe lingo for like the
0: airport was going on strike. The, the plane hit
1: birds. <laughs> It's that's actually fairly common. Uh, It's I actually looked this up afterwards, but it's (laughs) it's not not a small percentage of planes do run into birds uh, taking off or landing. And it's usually not an issue. But if it damages certain places on the plane, while it'll continue the flight safely, they have to take it out of service to repair it at the once it lands. Sure. So. I start creeping away from the desk because I know that if I need to get rescheduled, I have to go talk to the customer service desk, which is four gates down. Right. So I'm standing pretty much at the outer limit of the gate, and they come on the intercom. Yeah, the plane has a mechanical problem and won't be flying out tonight to try and rebook. You're going to have to talk to the counter. And hit I power walk <laughs> down to the desk.
0: With a purpose.
1: <laughs> and three people still beat me there. What? <laughs> they ran. <laughs> but yeah, so they there's no flight out that night. So they were able to get me on a fairly early morning flight the next morning. But my luggage can't come with me. They will put me up to the hotel because it's their their fault. So they will actually put me up in the hotel. Sure. So I end up in the hotel Mm -hmm. and I hop on the uh, AMV editor's uh, IRC channel at the time because IRC was still a thing. Mm -hmm. And say, hey, I'm stuck in Chicago. And at the time, Chicago was a very big local hub for editors. A lot of editors lived in and around the city.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So three people I had just been at the convention with were already in the, were already back home. <laughs> and we, we tried to see if we could schedule a meetup, but the scheduling just didn't work out. Aww. But the, the, the oddity of me being in, stuck in Chicago where all of they were in their hometown Mm -hmm. after coming from a con where I had just seen several of them and one person who hadn't been able to make the trip.
0: (laughs) Hey guys, (laughs) I'm here. Just,
1: just a wacky coincidence, but yeah. So I was able to get, get home the next morning and that was interesting, but it was, it was nerve wracking for a bit.
0: Oh God. Yeah. Oh, I just I mean on regular flights, not I even mean, just coming back from convention flights, or they're like, oh, it's delayed. You're like, no, no. I want to go home. Cause you're like, no, I mean, who really wants to go home from a vacation? But sometimes you have to get home. So when you can't get home, it's very aggravating. I I totally get that.
1: So the next one I've got to tell is Kineticon twenty eleven. Okay. Uh, more car trouble. <laughs> um I had I had Come down to the convention. Stayed with a couple of friends. I had parked at the hotel at the hotel for most of the weekend, mm-hmm. and then drove my co- drove my car over to the convention parking garage for Sunday mm-hmm. because I was going to leave leave from there. So okay. far, so good. No big issues. I come out of the convention center. Uh, I'm I'm walking with with a friend because we're all we're both planning to leave at the same time. Uh he lives in southern New Hampshire. I'm still living up in the absolute northern end of vermont cuz i used to live like 15 miles south of the canadian border okay so come out we get to my car first i have a flat tire oh no it's 6 p.m. on sun sunday in hartford connecticut Ugh nothing is open. Nope. This becomes a running theme, as you might notice. (laughs) Nothing is open on Sundays. It's weird. Yes. And in in Hartford, more so than many places. And that is weird that
0: nothing's open in a city. Yeah.
1: So, thankfully, I have AAA at this point. Yay. So I was able to call, I was able to call them. They were able to, able to put my donut on. Mm Mm-hmm. And saint that he is uh justin agree- agrees to put me up for the night at his place because it's half it's only half the distance because the donut is only rated for uh something like a hundred miles and only it at- and maxes out at fifty five miles an hour, right. So you you can't go very far on it. Mm-hmm. But at the time he was he actually lived in uh a complex that was literally next door to a tire place. Perfect. So his place was 2 hours away, mine was 4. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he willing he agreed to convoy with me. So I did not get left behind because mm-hmm. I didn't have uh, good directions at that point either. And we made the entire trip to his place at 50 miles an hour in the right lane of the interstate with our flashers on. Yeah. And s- spent the night at his place, got my car fixed in the next morning. Uh, turns out I had rust on the rim and had parked on an angle. So the sideways shear of the weight of the car had opened a slow leak at the bead of the tire,
0: oh, and no.
1: all that it took—all that it took to fix—was re-inflating and a tiny bit of sealant.
0: <laughs> oh no! Well, at least it wasn't like a huge problem. Like I mean, like what well, was a huge problem because you were stuck in Connecticut, but like it wasn't like an expensive repair i guess it just very yeah that
1: that was that that was that was very nice because again we're right after a con i'm broke right like thanks universe I I think the universe
0: throws these things at you, but at the same time, they're just like, okay, maybe you're not going to spend a million dollars on like fixing your problem though. Like free hotel, $30 from the tow truck miracle guy, like not a really expensive tire repair.
1: Yep. And the next story I've got is actually another one that while horrible at the time, could have been so much worse. Mhm. Mhm. Uh this was Tech Tekoshicon 2011. This is the same convention uh, I believe it was the same convention as the Monopoly run from last last time I was on. Okay. But Justin and I had driven out to Pittsburgh.
0: Okay.
1: Which is a long long drive.
0: It is. Pennsylvania There's a reason is we huge. flew the next year.
1: <laughs> and Pittsburgh is way out on the west side. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: So coming out, I had driven down to his place uh in southern New Hampshire the night before and we had driven out the next morning. Mm-hmm. It was like something like a 9-hour drive from his place. Okay. And it was like it was like 3 hours from my place to his and then 9 from his because we were taking his car cuz his car was in far better condition than mine.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: I was I was driving a ninety seven Mercury tracer at the time. Sure. Oh boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mercury. So
1: So we 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 do the drive do the drive back, drive to his place, and because I've got work the next morning, or the next afternoon, because I was working noon to eight at the time, uh, I had to go directly from his place to continue the trip. All the way home. Mm-hmm. So it was another three hours of driving. We had split the driving poorly. We, we had made some bad decisions. So I was actually driving the second half of the trip. Back from Pittsburgh to his place. So by the time I was driving back to Vermont. I was fairly tired already.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I'm speeding a bit. I, my so I was doing like 70 75 and 65 zones. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've been up to up to that part of Vermont. Uh the stretch of Interstate 89 between exits 13 and 16 in Vermont. Um, so I actually South Burlington, never, Burlington Colchester zone.
0: Never been to Vermont honestly.
1: Okay. <laughs> I don't very pretty and it's very pretty and nice for a visit mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: i do not miss living there
0: no i yeah that's there's, there's, the there's not life. a
1: lot else there
0: that's the general consensus that i get from any of my but, friends who live there
1: <laughs> uh there's that stretch which is a, a fairly populated it is the hi, the highly populated zone where the speed limit drops to 55 Okay. And I completely brain space it. Oh no. <laughs> and I get lit up by a trooper. Oh yeah. And, and pulled over for doing sixty eight and a fifty five. To this day, it is the only time I have been pulled over.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's, I've I've been pulled over a, a couple times for, uh, a, an out tail light or an out headlight, just as a mechanical check. But that is the only time I've been pulled over for something I actually did. <laughs> officer comes up to the window, asks where I'm headed. I'm headed home. I'm At, at this point, I'm half an hour away from home. L- less than half an hour.
0: Oh, yeah, sure.
1: At, he, he asks where I'm coming from. And I tell him, Pittsburgh. And he kind of does this double take. Pennsylvania? Yes, sir. When did you start? Uh, and then I explained, I had, we had left Pittsburgh at like 10 o'clock, 1030 that morning, driven mm-hmm. to Southern New Hampshire, where I, cause, and we had split the driving to that point. And I was on my own from there. As a note, it's 1145 at night when this <laughs> right. happens.
0: Right. So it's like almost 14 hours so, of driving.
1: Pretty much. So he, he takes my license and registration back to the car to his car and i'm sitting there stewing like i'm an idiot i'm such a stupid person i should not have done that i completely spaced that and i'm dreading the size of the ticket that i'm getting because again we're right after a con i'm broke comes back with a warning Ooh, he set me off with a warning
0: Oof! Lucky.
1: And I strictly obeyed the speed limit the rest of the way home.
0: <laughs> and cruise control. Beep.
1: <laughs> I didn't have it.
0: Oh yeah, well you're right. That you're car right.
1: did not have cruise control.
0: Yeah, I forgot. I forgot the that, car that... Told me you were driving. I'm like, never mind. <laughs> oh boy. So you so you didn't get a ticket and you got to get away with it and the guy probably just felt bad for you because you'd been in a car for a thousand hours.
1: That is my guess. It's I I think the double take when I told him Pittsburgh, and confirmed yes Pennsylvania, oh. kind of got got me off on that. <laughs> oh
0: my goodness, I I gotta say like far as far as traveling goes for conventions. New Hampshire, it was right down the road. So at least I was only like maybe a half an hour away from where I needed to be. So like that was never that bad. Um, Connecticut, I never drove to Connecticut. I always took the bus to Connecticut. But then it was always like being stuck with the bus schedule from Union um, in Hartford, Connecticut. And that could either be a straight shot to Boston or you got stuck in the middle of nowhere, Massachusetts, hoping that your bus got there in time to meet the next bus because... Who knows when the next bus is going to be leaving from nowhere, Massachusetts. Um, And then as far as Boston goes, I mean, there's a thousand ways into Boston. So, you know, you either take the train or you drive yourself or you bum a ride with a friend who knows where they're going when you're younger. Um, I I don't think I've ever had this many mishaps (laughs) driving to and from a convention before. That's insane, Mike.
1: (laughs) It's... Like I said, it's. I had a stretch of about three years where I had most of my mishaps. Sure, sure. Uh, it's, and I actually had a joke for a while. Um, I I've been to every anime Boston since two thousand seven, mm-hmm. and until twenty seventeen, I think twenty seventeen. I never went to the con the same way twice. i would drive myself and ride in with uh different groups of friends uh have different rides uh drive myself all the way in uh drive myself in park at this one particular station then i found a different station that was better but yeah it's i got to anime boston at least nine different ways Mm -hmm. but since, since then, I've settled down and I've got a routine for that now, thankfully. Yeah, right. Thank God. Fun t- fun tip.
0: <clears throat>
1: the outer T stations where, that have overnight parking
0: mm-hmm. are
1: your best friends. They are. It's true. My personal favorite is the station landing garage at Wellington.
0: Okay, okay.
1: It's on the orange line. Sure. And if you park on the upper three floors of the garage, it's five bucks a day.
0: What? That's crazy. Where can you, you, like, five bucks a day outside of Boston? That's insane.
1: Yeah, it's, that is my go to place.
0: Uh, let's see. Last time I went to Boston, I parked in the Commons for the weekend. Uh, and you would think that would be expensive because it's Boston Commons. But I think I only ended up paying maybe $50 for the whole four or five days I was parked there. And I don't know why. Like, I don't know what deal I got parking in there. And I double checked the ticket when I was paying it to make sure that I was paying correctly. And I was. So, I mean, I probably won't get that lucky again this time. But knowing the $5 thing is good information.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's I parked for five days there. Because I, I go in Thursday, I leave Monday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Twenty five bucks. What? That's insane.
0: That's so yeah. good. It's
1: my my usual my usual routine is I it's I drive all the way into the Sheridan,
0: mm-hmm.
1: drop my stuff off uh, with friends that are already there. Yep. Drive back out to Wellington, take the Orange Line to either North Station or Haymarket, mm-hmm. or if I'm feeling willing to walk for a while to back bay sure and then take the tea the rest of the way
0: yeah yeah see the thing with parking at the commons is I can get right on the green line because I mean it, the green line's right there and it's two stops away to go to Prudential from there um, or if it's you know if I really am impatient um, I usually would take like well I used to ride in on the tr- um, the bus there it is words <laughs> Because the bus station was like right down the street from my house. So I could just get on the bus and pay $30 round trip to just ride in. And then I would just get a taxi and go to um, the Sheridan from there. Um, And all in all, that would cost me around probably as much as I thought it cost to park in Boston for a day. So really, the old school way was kind of the way to do it for a while. Although, actually, I do have one travel story Um, coming back from Anime Boston one year. And it's Easter. So usually you know, anime Boston was always on an Easter weekend, like used to always be. Um, I had to come home.
1: Unless it, it always is on Easter, unless the following Monday is marathon Monday.
0: Right, right, right.
1: That's why, that's why it shifts.
0: Right. Um, and this one was particularly an Easter weekend and I had to get home because, you know, family getting together for Easter. So I was like, okay, well I'll get on the bus home, obviously, but I had to take the taxi from the um, Sheridan to the bus station because when I'd taken it from the bus station to the Sheridan to get there, it only cost like $9. I was like, okay, cool. And it's literally a straight shot. Like if you walk straight from the bus station to the Heinz Convention Center, it's like, it's almost practically a straight shot walk down. Like it's not, it's a far walk, but it's not an indirect route basically. And, all of a sudden the taxi person gets on the highway and goes around like the circle goes around back Bay and everything else comes back in. And the taxi ride like ended up costing me almost $20. And I know for a fact he did it because it was the holiday. (laughs) Like I know he did because the other person took me like straight down and back. And I was like, wait a minute, like, where are we going? (laughs) So be careful of that because taxi people sometimes, you know? A walk in the future. That doesn't sound safe.
1: <laughs> I, I do know some taxi drivers will take a deliberately roundabout route to increase the fare. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. 100%. It's like, you know, guys. Not some people cool. are
1: jerks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, well.
1: I've got one more travel story left. And Sorry, this I'm one's ready. actually very recent. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, th- this is from my next to last con before the end times. The
0: the Uh, panoramic.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, I went out to uh, animathon, which is in Edmonton, Alberta Mm in 2019. Okay. So uh, my, my wife and I actually decided we were going to do it as a sort of honeymoon. So we went out uh, the week before spent a lot of time, uh, touring uh, interesting places out out there we went to uh, a bunch of places in calgary we went to uh, dinosaur provincial park we went to banff and all of that was incredible and we were gonna f- and we finished up the trip uh going to animathon mm-hmm. had a really fun con yeah and then started the flight home oh no yeah <laughs> um our our layover was in toronto And if you've ever flown, if you if you've ever flown back uh, from Canada through Toronto, you know that you actually go through U.S. customs in Toronto, not Mm -hmm. when you get back to your airport in the U.S. Right. So, my wife has uh, global entry, so she just went through that line because she she did a lot of travel for work. Mm -hmm. So, I get get in the regular pee on line and wait (laughs) start waiting through my the line Uh and wait and wait and wait the (laughs) line is crawling
0: oh no
1: meanwhile my wife at the other end of the line is hearing them start calling boarding for our flight
0: oh no
1: so I finally get to the head of the line. Go, go, go through the questions. Ask, am, am I traveling with anyone? I mentioned, yeah, I'm traveling my with my wife, but she's got global entry, so she's already ahead of me. Right. And his next question to me was, "Well, why don't you?"
0: <laughs> Thanks.
1: <laughs> Thanks so much. <laughs> so. I, I i finally get through as I, I explained quickly that she travels a lot for work i didn't have any this is my first real big trip with that and i get out of the line just as they're calling final boarding for our flight no we we run we have it's. i took the stairs rather than the escalator at one point because it would it was faster
0: yeah Oh yeah,
1: and she tell it's it's she tells me go ahead and hold the, hold the gate if you can. Yeah, and I book it up to the the counter, and they say okay, relax, you're fine, you're good. And I mentioned my wife is coming, and they say okay, we'll wait for her, and they get us they get us on the plane, and fly home with no further mishaps. But yeah, I applied for Global Entry the next morning.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Thanks, dude. And why don't you have it? I don't know. Because I wanted this to happen. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, at the time, I wasn't traveling much. I I, I have traveled more since I met my wife than before. But she was still flying a lot more than I was because she, right. she did a lot of travel for work. Uh-huh. I, I flew like two or three times a year. Sheesh. <laughs> but yeah, that also helped when we were coming back from Japan the next year, mm. immediately before the pandemic shutdowns.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's, that would be clutch.
1: It's we were in Japan the last week of January, the first week of February
0: 2020. Oh, boy. Wait. Uh, We
1: actually went to the...
0: Here in Japan, Doug's in (laughs) (laughs) Hoth. You guys could have got stuck in Japan. You could have gotten stuck in a nice planet.
1: We we were with Doug in Japan because Doug went to Hoth like two weeks later.
0: Ah! Oh, 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 okay. Oh, jeez. So he almost got talking Japan and Hoth?
1: <laughs> we were actually at the Sapporo Snow and Ice Festival. Uh, we went to the first two days of the, of the festival. And t- it turns out that it became a major outbreak site later in the festival because of tourists coming over from mainland Asia. No.
0: But I mean, like the, that ice ice show was nice, right?
1: Oh, it's incredible. It's, it's, I don't know if you've seen pictures, but it's literally hundreds of sculptures made out of snow. They bring in carvers from all over the area to carve these gigantic snow sculptures. Uh, some of them are fairly, fairly small. Uh, I want to say six, seven feet tall, mm-hmm. up to things that are the size of the main event stage at anime boston wow and a couple of the really big ones they do projection mapping on so they will have projectors projecting screens to make it look like they're moving
0: wow that's crazy wow well lantis this has been amazing i love travel stories i'm so sorry that well i mean like i'm sorry that yours were crazy but also like either inexpensive or at least some entertainment value to them. <laughs> some kind.
1: And, looking back, I can laugh. At every, the time, right. not so much.
0: And look, it made you it made you adult because you got AAA and you got the global passage. Like, it forced adulted you.
1: <laughs> some some people can adult easily. Other people's need it forced on them.
0: Right. Something thrusted upon them. Lantis, we have a huge weekend coming up. What's going on with you next weekend?
1: Oh, my next weekend. Uh, I am the AMV contest coordinator, so I have the Anime Boston 2020 AMV contest, three showings of the Anime Boston 2022 AMV contest, the Hentai AMV extravaganza on Saturday night, and all of the... Uh, events in the fan creations track that I help out with. Uh, that's run by Justin at Bashar of the Ages, but I, I do a bunch of helping out with those. Mm-hmm. And I am so sad I'm going to miss yours.
0: I don't want to talk about it, I don't even want to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. I really do. I'll be across the hallway. <laughs>
1: I'll just be thinking of you.
0: But... He's not here. <laughs>
1: I I will literally be across the hallway at the Friday night showing for the AMV contest.
0: <laughs> I'll do a shout out for you. Um, I am going to be in ballroom panel room C on Friday night from nine to 10 o'clock doing convention confessional live um, on the Friday, which is why Atlantis can't come because AMVs are showing. Um, and then um, I'll be in cosplay ops, helping them with all of their, Um, judging and uh, signing up for masquerade times and like all that jazz and then my whole saturday is at main events while i do rehearsals with everybody and then the big event is the masquerade and it's my first masquerade since 2019 hosting so i am so excited to be in a room full of people again Also,
1: where we show the amv winners
0: yes so we'll see each other maybe maybe
1: at least in <laughs> passing while we run past each other or screaming I love you! <laughs>
0: oh it'll be like that thing where like you know destiny like just like crossing ships in the night <laughs> so yeah that's my entire weekend and then of course you know cosplaying um when i can and hopefully doing some photo shoots for some friends that i will see there over the weekend so it's going to be awesome i'm so excited for it i can't believe it's happening i can't believe it's happening it's happening it's happening Yay! a week from today we'll be finishing up the all call meeting for the staff a week from today Uh.
1: just about now
0: (laughs) right just about now we'll be going off and doing our own little like mini meetings with our group people they're gonna send us off Oh, and then I'll be going to get drinks. I'm so excited. <laughs> Lantis, thank you so much for coming on the show this week. I appreciate it. Um, I'll see you tomorrow, technically, if we want to do this. Like, we're going to do this because this episode's going to air the day before we go to Anime Boston. So, I'll see you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. <laughs> and the rest of you, I'll see you at the con, I hope, or I'll see you at the panel. Um, And if nothing else, you will get to hear the live show recording the following Wednesday. So look out for that. Have a good night, everybody. Lantis, go get some sleep. (laughs) Sleep? What's that? Okay. (laughs) Good night, everybody.